You're listening to the South Georgia Insider, sponsored by WDDQ Talk 92.1, home of the Scott James Matheson Show. Now here's your host, Theresa Boyd. Welcome to South Georgia Insider. We're excited to start our second season as the voice for businesses, organization, and people in the region. So I'm super excited today because I have two guests who I think are just amazing young women, um, professional women, Chloe Wade, membership and events director at Valdosta Lowndes County Chamber of Commerce, and Lauren Pope, director of public relations for Lowndes County Schools, who used to be at the chamber. And we're going to talk about um, an organization that they started, the Young professional that also young professionals group so welcome chloe and lauren to the show thank you glad to have y'all all All right so we're going to start uh lauren we'll start with you just tell us a little bit about what you do at lowndes county and um how long you've been there and everything yes so i started my role as director of public relations for lowndes county schools in october and i have the privilege of sharing all of the wonderful things going on at our 11 schools with the community Okay. And then Chloe, you how long have you been there at the chamber? I've been at the chamber a little over two years, almost three years. Okay. It'll be three years in August. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Every day is different. And you handle uh, events. So mm-hmm. uh, you've got some events coming up, um, but you also handle membership. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about how did this conversation start that you said, hey, we need to have a young professionals group. So how did that kind of start? Oh, we love this story. I know. (laughs) It's our favorite. (laughs) This is actually how Chloe and I met, um, Mm -hmm. how we became co-workers, how this group started, and how Mm -hmm. we became friends. Okay, so it started before Chloe started at the chamber? Mm -hmm. Okay, no, I did not know that. Okay. conversation did, Okay, okay. Yeah, so I had moved into the area um, from Columbus, Ohio, and I had actually been emailing um, Myrna at the time just asking if there was a group, and she said, you know what, no, but our communications director would love to talk to you when you get down here, and do you maybe need help finding a job? And I said, yes, I do. Um, And that was really it, and so then I had scheduled a time to come meet with Lauren. I was pretty new here. Um, again, just moved down here, didn't even have a job yet. And I was just looking for a young professionals group to meet people because um, I didn't know if I was going to stay here or maybe move to Savannah or Jacksonville. And so Lauren and I, I met in her office um, and we just kind of came up with a whole bunch of ideas um, about DYP, about Aussie Young Professionals and what we would maybe want it to be. Um, and I was still job searching and I said, Hey, I would love to be a part of this, whether, you know, no matter what, like as a volunteer and Lauren had texted me and she's like, not that I hope all of your job interviews have gone bad, but <laughs> would you like to interview for a position at the chamber? And I was like, yes. Cause that day I had particularly had a, not a great interview. And so I was so excited. Um, and I came in and I talked with, uh, Myrna and Lauren and that's when I got my job. <laughs> All right. So now had you been in a, a group like this in Ohio, had you participated in a young professionals group? Yeah, I was. And, um, it actually helped us with this a lot in the beginning stages. So I was in Columbus Young Professionals, which is actually the largest group in the nation. Really? Um, Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with some of the universities around there um, and just the fact that it's becoming a much younger town. Um, And so we mimicked a lot of their organization 
on our organization. Now, they are much larger than us and they are their own entity. So they are kind of run through the chamber, not really. So they are a little different, but they did give us some really good ideas. Okay. And now, Lauren, so it had been a thought process that you had had. Um, I actually was not very familiar with young professionals groups when um, our former boss, Myrna, kind of connected Chloe through her emails with me, who is a newer employee mm -hmm. at the chamber at that time. But we knew from the start that this had a lot of potential because Chloe and I were in two very different positions at that time. And it made sense for both of us to join a group like that. Chloe's coming in as a newcomer. She's trying mm -hmm. to meet people. She's trying to find a job. And I'm native to Valdosta. Right. And I already love the community. And I wanted other people to love the community like I did and have opportunities to network um, for continued education, have them right here in my hometown instead of having to travel for them. So even though it was a new thought to me at the time, we already knew that it was going to work for a variety of different individuals. So just for our audience uh, listening, so both of y'all are millennials. Mm -hmm. So when did you graduate, Chloe, from college? College was 2017. And Lauren? 17 as well. Okay. So, mm -hmm. all right. So, um, both of you about the same age mm -hmm. came in. So let's walk through then um, a little bit about the program. So it started actually before COVID. Mm -hmm. Just before. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So tell everybody a little bit who's listening. What's the age group for your under 40? Mm -hmm. 21 to 40 specifically. Okay. Um, so we, some who are still been in college a little right. bit. Yeah. That last few years. To, be open to some upcoming and recent grads too. Okay. To maybe help them network, find a job, mm -hmm. and realize they might want to stay in Valdosta post graduation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, then they don't have to be chamber members. They do not. Nope. Okay. All right. So you started, what was your first kind of kickoff event? Georgia Beer Company. We met at Georgia Beer Company, I think, what was it, the week before quarantine? Um, so that would have been in March. Yes, March of 2020. Okay. Yeah, there was whispers about COVID, but not really. Um, and our kickoff was awesome. I mean, we counted physically, I think, like almost 100 people, but we missed a lot because we we had really control over the whole whole brewery. Um, we were in the front of house and the back of house. People were outside. Um, it was awesome. I mean, people from all ages, all different walks of life, different industries came and was like, we're checking out, you know, what, what is this group? What's it about? Um, and so we got a lot of likes on Facebook that night as well. Um, lots of shares, which was nice. And we just got to kind of meet everybody and see that everything we had been planning was actually a need in the community which was really cool we we had high hopes but mm -hmm. we had no idea the amount of interest that one event would generate and it kind of reinforced all of the research and planning we had been doing because we knew what we were looking for mm -hmm. but we we had surveys we had focus groups and we worked very closely with georgia power who's the sponsor of this mm -hmm. program and seeing their perspective as an employer what the community was looking for. And that event really reiterated it because we had such a wide range of ages. I mean, we had 21 year olds, we had 40 year olds, mm -hmm. we had people with steady jobs, we had people looking for jobs. And it really showed us who about us young professionals are. All right. So you said you did some research and you did some focus groups beforehand. We so did. what were some of the things you kind of found out why people wanted 
this or the need for it? I think they wanted to feel connected to the community. Um, there's, you know, plenty of things to do for college students mm-hmm. and for older individuals, but there's kind of been a gap for this mm-hmm. age group. And after doing our research, we found out that most people, they were looking for social opportunities. They wanted to make new friends. They wanted to network in a professional setting. Um, they were looking for educational opportunities mm-hmm. to continue growing as like professional. Like professional development? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we wanted to deliver. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you kind of had set out programming for the year and then that had to end. But were you able still to do some things during 2020? Yes, we did have to pivot. Um, Lauren and I had an idea of a, a, an event called Coffee and Connections that we wanted to do in person. And the whole goal was to meet in a coffee shop network, um, you know, or in any other business. And obviously we had to pivot because we couldn't meet in person anymore. So um, Good Coffee partnered with us and let us film in their coffee shop. Uh, after hours about once a month and we talked about various topics that any young professionals might be interested in. Um, So we talked about finances for young professionals, why it's important to save. Um, We talked about first time buying and selling a home because, you know, in your early 20s, you might be buying a home, but maybe in your 40s, you might be looking to sell your home. So different um, aspects there. Um, I know I'm missing a lot more. You did entrepreneurship. Yes. I mean, Daniel from Good Coffee Mm -hmm. was such a generous host for us, but also it was great to hear his story starting a business at such a young age. Now, were these done on Facebook? How did you, how did you put them out on Facebook? Yes. Okay. So do you, you have your own Facebook page for Mm -hmm. this group? We sure do. Okay. All right. So can people go back and look at those? Are they still on there? We encourage them to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, we'll put those in the show notes. We'll list some of those Mm -hmm. so people can go back. Um, So, all right. So you, you had to kind of do virtual. What was your kind of response for people, you know, watching those? It was really great. I think Um, we did try a virtual book club for a couple of weeks. It fizzled a little bit at the end. I think people were getting burnt out from so much Zoom. Yes. Um, But at the beginning, the virtual book club was great. We were reading some um, professional development books, um, but everything from Coffee and Connections was awesome. I mean, there were shares, comments, people asking for it. Topics with a need for those in a time where everything was virtual, everything was Zoom, Mm -hmm. we still had a really strong viewership because I think we picked things that really, really resonated with 21 to Mm 40-year-olds. I know I learned a lot from all of them. Oh my gosh, yeah. Especially Deanna's financial one. I've sent that to all my friends. (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. All right, Deanna Smith. Yes. Yes. All right. She was one of our first guests. All right. All right. Good. Okay. Well, we'll put that in the show notes. So, all right. So that took you through 2020 uh, and Mm -hmm. then into 2021. Were you able, did you continue with that? Um, Coffee and Connections took a tiny bit of a pause. Um, People still weren't, you know, they didn't really want to watch Zoom anymore or anything like that. But we did start doing some in-person networking. I think we had about six events we we started slow with you know a registration limit yeah um just to be safe Mm -hmm. um towards the beginning of the year and slowly but surely we were able to pick up our numbers and Mm -hmm. regain our following yep 
So it was kind of a, a little rocky and people were like, hey, we came to that first kickoff. Didn't know if you guys were still doing what anything. Happened? And we're like, well, we still are. But, you know, we want to make sure we're being safe as well as other businesses, you know, are being safe as well because they're the ones inviting us to come in and check out their location. So um, it was a little hard to book stuff in 2021, but. We'll see about 2022. <laughs> okay. So now we're in 2022. COVID still is out there. It's still causing a little bit of problem. Mm-hmm. Have you, now I know you did something recently at the library. Yes. Yeah. We did a coffee and connections in person. So the coffee and connections is something you're going to try to continue. Yes. So those are morning type events. Mm-hmm. They are. All right. And so then you'll then eventually have some evening yeah, we'll have some evening and maybe even some lunch and learns. Um, we're looking to expand programming a good bit. Okay. Um, we did a survey about who our, um, you know, young professionals are and when they would like to meet. And I would say out of the people who answered the survey, about 60% of them do not have children. Um, and so that's why we did want to do morning events is because a lot of our young professionals that do have kids can't come to evening events. So that way we're still providing a space for them to hang out, get to know each other and, um, you know, learn some stuff off. Also the coffee and connections we're hoping is going to be more of a educational type event and for us to really get plugged into the community. So when you were doing your research, you know, one of the things, um, you know, we, we understand now is this, the talent gap and that the talent Mm -hmm. retention and, um, we do have Ballast State University, so we have a lot of the uh, people that come, students that come in here. Some stay, but mm-hmm. a lot leave. And um, one of the things that communities are doing is asking, well, how do we keep those students here? Well, one is good jobs, mm-hmm. and the other is having that um, interaction. So are do you feel like you're going to be able to really kind of start um, targeting more that age group as, as the program expands? I think so. We've talked about it a good bit because we have talked about, you know, so much of our talent comes from VSU, Wiregrass, um, South Georgia Military College, um, and how we don't want those people to leave. Um, so we don't necessarily want to hone in on current students, but maybe some of those students who are about to graduate um, and kind of hopefully get them out. I know um, Lauren had really great um, connections with Professor Nelson and he at VSU, and he's really brought some of his classes to our events, um, oh, lets good. them know about anything we're doing. So just he's to, been an awesome connection. Yeah. And really, all of VSU has been so supportive. Dr. Carvajal mm-hmm. is all in with Valdosta Young Professionals. And I think with their support, mm-hmm. we'll be able to really reach that age group and yeah. recent grads. Mm-hmm. So do you think some of the things too, you know, people always say, well, there's just nothing to do here. So are, is that one of the myth busters you're trying to? Absolutely. Yes. There are a lot of great things going on in our community and we're hoping that even our platform can help advertise mm-hmm. for events, um, for whether that be social or philanthropy, mm-hmm. just let people know what's going on and, really be a news source for people in this age group. So have you done any kind of volunteer or community impact type thing through the through the group? 
a little bit. We've done some blood drives um, and just had a bus come park in the back of the chamber that have gone pretty well. Um, so that's a little hands off, but that's still, you know, if you want to come donate, you can. And then at our last event in December, we did a donation drive for LAMP. Um, and so they just needed all kinds of things from toiletries to cleaning products. And oh my gosh, we had a car full of stuff. I was so impressed. I mean, yeah. millennials love a good cause and everyone showed up for that. Yeah. Showed up, great. showed out. I think well, I had a whole bunch of clothes too. Someone was like, I need to get rid of these and I want to give them to a good cause. So that was awesome. Um, and then I've been in talk with, um, United Way a tiny bit just to see, you know, put feelers out there as if if they need any volunteers, what could we do? Um, and that was a big thing on our survey we sent out was a lot of our young professionals said that they would love to get more involved in the philanthropy aspect okay. of things. So um, really now we just need people to need volunteers. <laughs> so if any um uh, nonprofits listening and they got something they, they need some volunteers for. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll put your contact information on all that in the, in the show notes yes. so that they know how to get a hold of it. So what about, um, business? Well, before we go to that, I know y'all also did a, a headshot thing. Yes. Yeah. So you think about that and that might not be something that people, you know, immediately think about, but as a young professional or any professional, you need a, a professional headshot. Mm -hmm. I needed one. I'm so yeah, grateful we did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've used it everywhere. I think, um, someone came and she was not necessarily a young professional, but she came to her headshot day cause it was open to everyone. And, um, we heard that their company, like a couple weeks later where we're highlighting them and she was up on some billboard in Times Square with that professional headshot. Oh, wow. So had she not had that, who knows what that headshot would have looked like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So little things like that. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you, you mentioned Georgia Power is a sponsor, but other businesses can sponsor, um, a, a, an event. So let's talk about some of those. How would a how would a business sponsor an event? What would they benefit from doing that? Mm -hmm. Um. So really, we want to make it as open as possible. Um. So if a business would just wants to host us, that would be great. Um. Now we've had some businesses who have paid for food and alcohol, and so it's kind of like a networking where you just show up for free. There's nothing you need to right. pay for. Um, cause that was a big thing for us is we didn't really want anything that young professionals had to pay for because, you know, being a little younger is kind of hard. You might not have that disposable income. Um, you know, some of them might, but you know, most of them were banging on don't. And you know, if it's free, you might want to come to it a little bit more. Um, so some companies will buy that food and alcohol for us, provide it for us. Um, now I know when we went to Georgia beer, they were still open during their time. We right. didn't ask for them to close down. So if you wanted to partake in drinking a beer, getting some tacos at, from the taco truck, you showed up for free, but you would have to buy your own beer and alcohol or beer and food. So, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so you mentioned good coffee. Mm -hmm. So they sponsored some things, the event you had at the library. Mm -hmm. Now, did you have food at that or? 
good coffee did provide okay. um, some little light refreshment. So if if a business is out there and they, you know, they want to tap into the millennial mm-hmm. market, they could contact you and say, hey, I want to sponsor one of the coffee mm-hmm. events. Absolutely. We can make an event very unique to the yeah. individual business based off of what their goals are. Are they looking to showcase what it is they do? Do they want to get young professionals in their mm-hmm. door? Maybe share some job opportunities or mm-hmm. um, do they have a lot of young professionals in their business and that they want to get connected? They yeah. want to be involved. So it can be unique to mm-hmm. every situation. And I think the feedback that we've had from businesses and employers has been very positive mm-hmm. just by the amount of businesses who have been interested in hosting an event with us says that they not only want their employees to be involved, but they want to give back to all young professionals mm-hmm. in the community. Well, it's an excellent opportunity for a business who's wanting to maybe um, see what's out there for employees, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and begin to network and, and connect and like that. So um, what's some of the feedback that you've had from some of your participants? Um, everything I've heard has been great. And we did do that survey where they could let us know, you know, if they're happy, unhappy. So you've done a, uh, you did a pre survey and you did one, you've done one now. Yep. Yep. So we got about 10% of our, um, members that are currently registered. Now that's a little smaller than our Facebook group. Um, every, there's a lot more likes on there than there are actually registered. So you, so you do have people actually register and those are you, yes. those you send out of, and they a, receive our emails. emails. So, okay. Yep. Now Facebook is a great way to stay connected too, but if you are physically registered, then we will send you targeted emails that, you know, they're more like, invites and reminders where we do all of that on Facebook as well. I guess it just depends on your, your means of communication, what you prefer. Yeah. So do you have um, any plans for some, um, some presentations? And we are working on uh, lots of different, you know, whether they be educational opportunities or evening events. Um, I know Lauren and I have had some really good brainstorms. Don't want to call out any businesses who don't know anything yet. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all possible because of the support of the business community that they've, they've shown us Mm -hmm. and we're very grateful for that. So have the participants kind of told you some topics that they want that they're interested in? You know, you mentioned the buying the house and different things, Mm -hmm. but what are some of the things that your age group really are wanting to learn more about? Mm -hmm. I think uh, looking at the survey, the biggest thing everybody talked about was philanthropy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. So I thought that was very interesting. That went from um, helping out at at the schools, anything with the schools, um, animals, animal shelters, um, anything that they need hands-on volunteers with here rather than the donation drive, which is great. But I think, you know, some of these young professionals want to be physically present while they're helping volunteer at a location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So anything else you want to tell us a little bit about um, people? Who, again, they can go on the Facebook um, and it's uh, Valosta Young Professionals. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll put it in the show notes too, there where they can contact you. Mm-hmm. If there's a business out there and they want to sponsor a lunch or, mm-hmm. a, you know, event like that, they can contact you as well. Um, so looking back now, you kind of had two years. 
how would you, how would you rate kind of how it's going? Are you, are you on track for what you kind of set out in your mind? I think we are. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely slowed down a little bit. Like we yeah. said, yeah. through COVID, uh, we maintained, but I think we're finally starting to grow again mm-hmm. and really get a presence in the community. It's cool. People are now. starting to, yeah. If I say, Hey, have you heard of about Austrian professionals? You know what VYP is? And people are starting to say yes. And mm-hmm. that is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, we started with such a small goal of having people registered. I think it was like 50 people because we had no idea what this was going to be like. We didn't know if there was going to be a need. And we're over 300 people registered right now. So, um, you know, we're super excited about that because, I mean, you know, we just had no idea what it was going to be like. And so to have that much support from young professionals and from the businesses around us saying, yeah, go join that, be a part of it. It's been really cool. And I think something that's really spoken to us is the more people we have involved, the more that news is going to travel. Mm -hmm. And we've seen people bring friends. We've seen new faces at these events. So we know we're reaching new people some way, whether that be Mm -hmm. they've signed up, they're on Facebook or word of mouth. Yes. So we're growing for sure. Yeah. Like I know at our last event, we had a couple travel nurses there. So I thought that was really neat because they're not local here at all. And they're not looking to really stay because they're in a contract, but they're still looking to be involved in the community while somehow. they're here. And that was, yeah, we don't remember yeah. that too. You know, yeah. travel nursing may not be forever. They may want to come back to exactly. the place they felt connected to the most. And that might be Valdosta. Yeah. Yeah. So they work at SGMC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one girl I think was from Virginia and, you know, she was pretty new. Her travel contract was about to end, um, but she was just super excited. We provided that outlet for her to come and meet people and network a little bit. And she said that she had a lot of fun. So, I mean, you know, it was really cool to hear. Yeah, And and through the chamber, there's several events. You know, they have the business after hours mm-hmm. and there's different events. But this really does target a specific age group group mm-hmm. um who has different you know wants and needs and um uh, mm-hmm. you know professional um career goals and everything like that so um you know and we we do read a lot about communities that um are are working towards this defining ways and you know you can't we don't have a river that runs through us and we mm-hmm. don't have you know this or that and people say well you know we you know, there's just nothing, but there is just, it's really what you make of it. Right. You know, and, and really what you take. And so I really applaud that you're doing this and showcasing some of these and Mm -hmm. creating this outlet for, um, uh, the young people. So great. All right. So we will put that in the show notes, how to get in touch with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and we thank y'all for being here and we invite everyone to join us next time as we continue to highlight why South Georgia is a great place to live, work and play. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, small town broadcasting WDDQ home of the Scott James Matheson show where you can listen live from 6am to 9am Monday through Friday here on talk 92.1. Um, and then of course I always have to thank my producer Spencer Van Horn with small town broadcasting um, to getting this show on the air for us. So again, thank you, Lauren and Chloe. I appreciate y'all coming in. Thank you for having us. Great.